who was sinning, what kind of sin? You what? Sorry? Oh, he didn't kill anybody. No, he didn't kill. He lied, right? What else? He lied so that he could get it. Was it his? So when he took it and it wasn't his, what is that? I lied. It was stealing. It is sin. But he stole and lied so that he could steal. Right? Now, this is a really hard question. And it might not be one you can answer. Why did he do that? Because he wanted it, right? You know what it is when you want something? It's the lust of the, of the flesh. Right. So he wanted it. He did what he wanted to do. And he was born with a sin nature, wasn't he? Yeah. And so the lust of the flesh is our sin nature. If we just go around doing all the time what we want to do, we're going to be doing sinful things almost all the time. Ooh, so, at the end of our story, Jacob, earlier in the middle of the story, he traded some stew, right, for the birthright. And was that an even trade? No, that wasn't an even trade. But he did it. He took advantage of his brother and he and he traded him. You want somebody to go with you? Oh, you have Sam. Okay. All right. So he, he traded the stew for the birthright. And then at the end of the story, he went in there and he tricked his father because his father was blind. And he, he lied and basically he stole the blessing from his brother. And his brother found out about it, and he was angry. He was mad. He thought about it, and he kept thinking about it. He thought, I hate my brother. He stole my blessing from me. He really, he stole the birthright from me. I hate him. He's thinking about this. I hate him. I hate him. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get that back. I'm going to get that back. And you know how I can get that back? If there is only one son, then it all goes to him. Right? And he thought, I'll take care of it. I'll kill him. Yeah, that's what he thought. And you know what the Bible tells us? If we think about something long enough, what do we start doing? We talk about it. Don't we? And actually, if we talk about it long enough, then we start doing it. That's right. And Esau was thinking about it, thinking about it, finally started talking to some of the servants. And he told the servants, I'm going to get that back. I'm going to wait till after my dad dies, and then I'm going to kill Jacob, and it'll be mine again. Well, somebody, one of the servants, came to his mom, right? Remember his mom? Um, Rebecca, what's her name? Isaac and Rebecca. Rebecca was in on it, wasn't it? Wasn't she? Yeah. She was, She told him to do it. Well, one of the servants came to Rebecca and said, you know what Esau's saying? He's saying that when your husband dies, he's going to kill Jacob and get, and get the blessing back. 
And Rebecca thought, that's the worst thing in the world. I, I mean, if that happens, I will lose my husband, and then I'll lose my son on the same day. So she said to Jacob, she said, Jacob, come here, listen. Esau is really, really mad at you. In fact, he wants to kill you. He wants to kill you. And so here's what you should do. You just go away for a little while, and when he stops being angry, I will send you a message and tell you that it's safe to come back. Now, was that a good plan? Me, but it wasn't. If you've done something wrong, if you've done something wrong, what what should you do? Should you run away? <coughs> say sorry. You can say sorry, but even more than that, I mean, you should. You, you don't go away from the trouble to make it go away. Does it go away when you go when you just because you go away? No, it's still there. It's still there. So the Bible tells us when we've done something wrong, like if I stole something from Ian, I mean to bring Ian that back and say, Ian, I stole this from you. Please forgive me. Here it is. Right? Not go to the next county and hope I don't see Ian until he forgets about it. Well, that was the plan. And um, so this is what Rebecca did. Rebecca went to her husband and she said, Oh, Isaac, I don't think I'll be able to live if Jacob marries one of these heathen girls around here. How is that a good, a good thought? It is. Because Jacob believed in one true God, didn't he? But did, did the girls around there believe in one true God? No. So if you believe in God, girl or boy, you shouldn't be interested in a boy or a girl that doesn't believe in God, right? If you go to church every week and you follow what the Bible says and some guy is interested in you and he doesn't go to church and he doesn't care what the Bible says, you say, sorry, bud. I, even if you're the, you can be the nicest guy in the world, you can buy me all the nice things in the world, but I'm not hanging around with you because you don't believe in God. Same way for boys. Boys shouldn't be looking for some girl just because she's pretty or makes them feel good, especially if she doesn't go to church and doesn't believe in God. So, that was a good idea, but why was she, she said, she said that, she said, Esau's wives are driving me crazy, I don't think I can live if Jacob picks one of the wives from around here. And so Isaac said, you know what, you're right. And Isaac said to Jacob, he said, Jacob, my father sent his servant to, um, to back to Haran, and he got uh, your mom to be my wife, and I want you to go back to Haran to your mom's family and see if you can find a wife there from people there that believe in God. And so Jacob left. Now, what happened there? It was a good thing, but Rebecca tricked her husband again, didn't she? She told him that she wanted one thing, and it was true, but what was she really trying to do? She's trying to get Jacob away from Esau until Esau stopped being angry. I'm going to tell you this, it's not in the, in the lesson, but I'll tell you this. Jacob left, 
and you know he never saw his mom again. She never sent him a message saying Esau's not angry anymore. She died before that could happen. So Jacob left, and his father blessed him and said, I want you to go and find a good wife, and I want you, you to become a great nation, and all of that. He blessed him again, and Jacob left, and he was on his way, and probably the very first night he was all alone. Remember when, was that last week we talked about that? Yes. Remember when the servant went to get Isaac's wife? He had ten camels full of stuff right there. And he had servants with him. But when Jacob left, he didn't have any camels. He didn't have anything. He was all by himself. And what did he know? Somebody was mad at him, right? Yeah. Somebody was mad at him enough to say that he was going to kill him. You think that Jacob, as he was going along, might have looked behind every bush and over every hill, wondering if Esau was there going to kill him? He might have been. He was probably pretty worried. And he was all by himself. And the Bible says he laid himself down to sleep. And he arranged a rock so that his head didn't, you know how we use a pillow? He used a rock for a pillow, just for some reason, for somehow. And he went into a deep sleep. Now Jacob was, Jacob had done a lot of wrong things, hadn't he? He'd done a lot of wrong things. He probably felt bad. He probably felt lonely. But that night, he, he had a dream. He had a vision. And the vision was from God. Where's my books? The vision was from God. And in his vision, in his dream, he saw a ladder from the earth where he was that went all the way up into heaven. Now, can we see into heaven? No. But we can read the Bible. Jacob didn't have the Bible. And so God used this vision to talk to Jacob. Jacob didn't have a Bible like we have. So in this vision, he saw a ladder that went all the way up into heaven. And on the ladder, he saw angels coming down and angels going up and down and up. And he got kind of scared. Because he knew this was going to happen. And what did he know about himself? Did he deserve to go to heaven? No. God came to talk to him then, and he thought... He would be in big trouble, wouldn't he? That's the way he felt. But at the top of the ladder, he looked, and he saw God. And God told Jacob in this dream, says, I'm going to bless you like I promised Abraham I would bless him. I'm going to make of you a great nation. And from you, all the people, from the people that come from your family, I'm going to send somebody who's going to be a blessing to the whole world. Now, who's the person that came? This is the one person who's a blessing to the whole world. Jesus. That's right. And so, Jacob didn't know Jesus' name, but God was promising Jacob that he would bless him. What was God? God was saying, I'm going to bless you. He didn't deserve it. That's right. So what can, we just, what can we learn from that? God gives things to people that don't deserve it, doesn't he? Jesus died on the cross, right? Did anybody deserve it for Jesus to die on the cross for them? No. Right? He did it because he loved us. Not because we deserved it. Because every one of us has done things bad too, haven't we? 
We have a sin nature. We disobey our mom or our grandma or our dad or our teacher. And we do what we want instead of what other people want us to do. That's sin, isn't it? It's disobedience. Well, anyway, God promised Jacob these special promises even though Jacob didn't deserve it. He told him that he would bless him and that he would take care of him. And that that he was that was the way to bless him. So Jacob, well let's think about that. We've already said a little bit. So God blessed Jacob, even though he didn't deserve it. And God blesses us, even though we don't deserve it. God sent Jesus to die on a cross, right? Even though no one deserved it. Now a lot of people or some people, actually a real lot of people think that they can please God by doing certain things. Like if they go to church or they go to mass or they pray certain things enough, if they do enough things, then God will be happy with them and let them go into heaven. But that's not true. Because we cannot do and we cannot do enough. We cannot do enough to get into heaven. We could climb that ladder. We could get certain far, but we can never get into heaven. We, every time, we will fall short of heaven. It would be like if we had one of those ladders that goes up in the sky. What if I had a ladder? We have a ladder around here somewhere. And I put it out in the driveway. And I said, I'm going to go to heaven on this ladder. I could get all the way to the top, and then what? I wouldn't be in heaven, would I? Now that would be silly. But I would be just as close to heaven as somebody who says, I'm going to go to church every week. And that's going to get me into heaven. Or I'm going to give money to the church every week. And that's going to get me into heaven. Or I'm going to make sure I obey as many of the Ten Commandments as I can. All of those things are good to do, but do they get us into heaven? There's only one way to get into heaven, right? And that is through, through Jesus Christ, who died on the cross, to forgive our sins. Do we deserve to have our sins forgiven? No. Did Jacob deserve to have God talking to him? No. But that's the way God is. God is merciful, and he forgives. And Jacob realized that. The Bible tells us that when Jacob woke up, he said, Surely God is in this place, and I didn't even know it. And... We don't do things like this these days, but this was 3,000 years ago. He took the rock that he used as a pillow, and he set it up like a monument. And then he took some oil, and he poured the oil on the rock. And that was a special ceremony that he did. And as he did that, he said, I'm going to remember this place. I'm going to call it the house of God. Why not call it the house of God? He was there, and God was there, right? So I'm going to call it the house of God. And since God told me that he's going to bless me and he's going to bring me back to this land and he's going to allow me to, my family and my, uh, the people that come after me to, to possess, to own this land, I'm going to worship him. And I'm going to give him one-tenth of everything that I make. So remember we talked about people's thinking that they're going to give money to God and that's going to get them into heaven? That's not true, but some of the reason that says that is because of this right here. Jacob said, 
of everything that I make, I'm going to take one-tenth and give it to God. Well, that's a good thing to do. But did Jacob say that so that he could get to heaven? No. God had already promised him that he would bless him. And since God had promised him and blessed him, Jacob said, I need to do something in return. And so all of us, if we believed on Jesus and he's forgiven our sins, we need to live like Jesus wants us to. We don't live that way so that we can get to heaven. We live that way because Jesus forgave our sins and is going to take us to heaven when we die. So we should remember this about Jacob. Why did he do all those things? Because he had a sin nature, didn't he? He did what the flesh told him to do. And we all are born with that sin nature. If we all do what we want without the Bible telling us, without God, without the Spirit telling us something, we just do what we want, we're going to just be sinners, aren't we? But if we believe on Jesus, then God comes into our life. He comes into us. We understand the Bible some. And God tells us when we're getting ready to do something wrong, something in the back of our mind says, don't do that. And if we, do, if we obey that, if we obey the Spirit, then we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Do you think Jacob is going to just walk in the Spirit for the rest of his life? We'll have to see next week. We'll have to see next week. But I will tell you, he runs into some other people and some things happen, and we're going to see if he does what's right or he does what's wrong. We'll have to see. You can read the Bible yourself. Find out in Genesis 1 to 